Jalen in San Francisco Bay Area. Jalen's in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. This- stop, stop, stop. Stop. Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. Uh, I went there, motherfucker. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and catch up. Sometimes more than once. Wait, yeah. How so, could you almost forget that sometimes more than once? Um. Hey, do you have any corrections or updates? Should we just get right into it? No. No. No corrections? No updates? I don't think so. Um, okay, me neither, really. There's kind of an update. Um, Mark and Ed just face. We just had this like a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a Facebook conversation with Mark or Ed. I don't know which. I'm gonna yeah, guess they, Ed. I'm, I'm gonna guess Ed too. Did you notice, by the way? So Mark and Ed have a shared Facebook account. So they, as a couple, have one account for the two of them. And did you know that all of the pictures are either are are. Every picture on that Facebook account is of Mark and Ed. There's no pictures of just Mark or no pictures of just Ed. They're all are, pictures of Mark and Ed. Are they ever not together? Well, I'm sure, they both have jobs. They work in different places, and I'm sure they do stuff separately, but not on Facebook. That's a no-no. <laughs> so, But they offered to send you the DVDs of Breaking Bad so you don't get spoiled on the internet that Walt dies. <laughs> um, well, I told them that was very generous and very nice of them. But, you know, uh, most of the episodes, except for the last few, are on Netflix. So I will just watch those. And if I if I get to the end of the Netflix before they release them, I will buy them on iTunes. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So how about, what do we do after we do updates and corrections? I've never done one of these. We do shout outs. Okay, so I'm looking at tweets and we got tweeted at by Moose P who said that he's listening to our show and that was really nice. Kathy Bacon tweeted at us. Um, hello, Kathy Bacon. Uh, RC Martinez, that Peter G, uh, they both tweeted at us. So did Frog Boy, uh, t- which is Tom V and we're going to talk about him in a second. And those are all of the tweets that we got. Well, um, right before we went to Vegas, you told me that um, um, Ozzy Battler, Lil Ozzy Battler, had told you he left a review for yes. us. And then I, I followed all the instructions to go read foreign iTunes reviews. Yeah, so he I- lives in Australia, so his iTunes review is in a different iTunes market. Yeah, but I went so- to the iTunes Australia and there was nothing there for our show. But then you showed me that there were sh- that there were reviews there. Yeah, there's two of them there. Since we have no American reviews, I might as well go to even uh, even our reviews are shut down. That was a horrible joke. I'm so sorry. Oh, was that about the government? Yeah, it was. It, it oh, was that really was really bad. bad. It was really bad. Okay, but we have two Australian reviews. If you edited that out, I wouldn't think any less of you. 
No, I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to keep would. it in. I All right. Um, so we have two reviews in the Australian market. Yeah, one from Scotty Down Under, who I imagine is little Aussie Scott, wait, a little Aussie Battler. Is that what it goes by? Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, great podcast. Joe is very dry, witty, and a tad sarcastic. Such a nice change to most American podcasts that often take themselves way too seriously. Aussies will love this. Ten stars. That's nice of him. Yeah, and then R.T. Cruiser. We met him in uh, Pride 48. And he writes, Catching up is becoming one of my new favorite podcasts, and I'll tell you why. The play between Joe and Mike is fantastic, especially like the draws for their catching up with catching up, where they will draw a name of a listener at random to catch up with. Joe does his bit, and I'm sure I can actually hear Mike's eyes rolling. This is sheer podcasting gold. And for those in the know, ranks right behind some screaming goats and is never not funny. That's really nice. Yeah. So thank you, Australians, for your uh, iTunes review. We will continue to look at the Australian market to make sure no new ones get added. Both of your names have been entered into the Catching Up with Catching Up contest, which mm-hmm. we will talk about right now. So, yes. Joey, why don't you do the rules? Okay. <laughs> we didn't plan this. Uh, catching up with catching up is a contest. Each week, I draw a name from a bag. Okay. And... <laughs> that wasn't planned. Sorry. <laughs> it's hard to think, right? Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Okay, go. Um, I draw a name from a bag. Uh, each if people write reviews, I put. I love how I'm like, what? What is this game we play? Okay, look, if you write a review on iTunes, I put your name on a uniform piece of card, index card, and I put uh, it in a Ziploc Can I please bag. just tell the rules? <laughs> can I just do it? Can okay. I just do it? Yeah. Okay, so if you write an iTunes review, we put your name in a bag. We'll draw one of those names each week. That person will then get the chance to catch up with us over the week, and we'll talk about it on the next episode. All right, very good. I'm going to shake the bag. <laughs> Oops, I actually hit the microphone by accident. All right, my hands are going to go in the bag. I'm going to draw one name at random. I've got a name. It's the 40th person to leave a review. Recently. That'd be a recent one, Well, we have about 60-something reviews, so. Oh, my God. The winner is. The winner is Nickel for Your Dreams, Luke Miller. Oh, Luke Miller. Luke Miller. So, wait, that was 40? That just yeah, happened, because, I thought. Okay, when I redid the cards, I just numbered for the ones that hadn't won, and people who, you know, uh, like just it's 40 fishy. out of the ones that we they haven't done them, or a lot of people, there's a fair number, actually, of reviews that they just put stars. They didn't leave wi- written reviews. Okay, this sounds fishy, but... Go count it. Luke Miller, Luke Miller, give us a tweet, send us an email, do something, and we will figure out a time in the next week to uh, catch up with you. I love how Scott was like our first review, and he had to wait weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to win. Adam Vaught is like our second or third review. He's never won. Right. Luke Miller was in it for one week. <laughs> well, two weeks. This is his second drawing. He wins. That Peter G tweeted at us saying that he thought maybe he, we took his name out permanently because he's never been called. But, I mean, if there's 40-something reviews in there, I mean, you have a 1 in 40 chance of getting called each week. That's not – those aren't great chances. No. 
So um, we caught up with Tom V up in Modesto this week. And can I just say I love Tom V so much. He goes by Frog Boy on most social networks. Um, and he's just kind of wonderful. I have had the chance to meet him a couple times. He's actually come to my house even. He was here uh, the 4th of July party we threw. Oh, really? He, he came up to my house, yeah. And he's just wonderful. He's like really just kind and um, nice and pleasant. And I don't know. What did you think, Joey? You've really, actually met him. This I've is the first him. catching up winner that you've met before. Yeah. I've actually met him before. He was super, super, super sweet and super, super nice in Vegas. And it was exactly the same thing on the phone yesterday. He was actually really making me laugh a lot. And I don't even think it was intentional. Like what? Like, well, remember at the end of every phone call, when we start wrapping it up, I'll ask them if they have any questions about the show or um, if they have any suggestions for the show. And usually when you ask or when I ask somebody this, I'll be like, do you have any questions for the show? And they'll be like, Hmm. Questions for the show. So I was like, like, um, and they might have one, they might not. With him, I was like, Do you have any questions for the show? And he was like, No, I have no questions for the show. <laughs> and I was like, Alright, do you have any recommendations for the show? No, I have no recommendations for the show. Can I can I bring up this though? This was very weird to me. Um we were talking about like <laughs> This goes this goes to show how stupid these calls are and it has nothing to do with tom we were talking about our love for pudding over jello <laughs> we were talking about pudding versus jello and then we got on the topic of cool whip and then he was like oh cool whip makes this thing and it's like um really sweet and it's like frosting that you could put on your cakes and stuff so you don't have to make it and then joe's like um yeah that already exists and he's like, no, 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 no. It's like in a jar, you buy it in the store pre-made, and you just put it right onto like your cupcakes or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that already exists. <laughs> yeah, and he was. And we didn't I, really get anywhere with him. He was like, no, it's different. I should. Right? I, I went to the supermarket today. I should have looked. You know, here's the other thing. Is um, another thing. This happens a lot, but I th- I feel this was particularly egregious. Is Mike and I, I would say for the first half of the phone call, just completely talked about ourselves and to each other. (laughs) Now, in fairness, he did say he's one of these people who prefers to listen and be an observer. And I get that. Even in all the times that I've met him face to face, like he's he's not like quiet, like you can tell he's uncomfortable when he talks, but he's just like he, he only says what he really wants to say. He's not like sitting there being super chatty so it's kind of a listener yeah he's good at it and he like he is listening the whole time too so you give mike and me an inch we're gonna take a mile and like we basically did a whole episode of catching up for him (laughs) for the first 20 or 30 minutes yeah he he seriously would just say like one thing like oh uh he told us a story about taking like a friend to a sex shop and joe and i then talked for 30 minutes about sex shops And then I was like, Tom, have you ever been to a sex shop? <laughs> and here the whole conversation started with him telling us how he had been to a sex shop. Yeah. It was a great phone call. It was great yes. catch. It was actually truly catching up with Tom because we both know him. We met up right. with him in Vegas. So that yeah, was a he's really, a, really good a, We learned a little bit about his job and it was really good. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have to do then on this mini episode? We've done email. We did catching up. 
I think, think that's it. I, oh, we have a lot of good um, outtakes this week. Good. All right, so let's move forward to the outtakes. All right. All right, bye, Joey. I hate this. I'm stopping. I'm hanging up. Go to hell, Mike. So Monday night, I was actually going to go out. I was going to go to in West Hollywood. And I think we've talked about this before. Because I think you told me they have it in San Francisco. But they have a bar called Eleven that has a night called Musical Mondays. Oh, uh uh-huh. And they play musicals on the TV, like clips from musicals. Mm -hmm. And then there are these yahoos, the regulars, who show up and they act out what's on the screen. They fully choreographed numbers and they lip sync them. Mm-hmm. Right. And and what's weird is there's obviously the person who's like, I do Liza. OK. Sure. <laughs> like they all clear their room and like, you know, she's going to do Liza with a Z. Mm-hmm. And she and, and they walk around like they're really the person like they like she gets off the stage and she's like with a guy. But, you know, she gets off the stage and she's like, Ugh, you know, can you imagine if you're like the straight guy who's in town on business and you're like, oh, this bar looks nice. Yeah. And you walk in just to get a beer. Yeah, and they're literally, I'm not even joking, they form a barricade and sing, like, One Day all of, More. All of the children from Sound of Music are, like, dressed up in the, the like, outfit made out of curtains. <laughs> well, you know, one time, um, Chris and Mercedes and I and a couple other friends went to Palm Springs, and we walked into a bar that was having their own musical theater night. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, just so you know, Chris hates musicals. Okay. So we walk in, they hand us like, cle- we didn't know it was a musical night. They hand us Kleenex tissues. Okay. And we're like, what the fuck? And like, just hold on to that, honey. Mm-hmm. And then like a scene from the musical Titanic comes on the screen. Okay. And I guess Titanic the musical, you said? Titanic the musical. Okay. And I guess I, which I saw. Oh, you have? You've seen mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I guess there's a scene where they all get in the boat. Okay. And the boat takes off or something. Sure. And so everyone in the bar starts waving the Kleenex at the TV screen. Like they're saying goodbye to the people on the boat. And that's why we had the Kleenex. <laughs> when I went to Palm Springs and went to a weird bar, do you want to know what I saw? Oh, no. Yes. It was, I'm sure it involved it was, Kleenex as well. <laughs> kind of. Um, me and uh, my coworker, Cerise, walk into the bar. And um, there's like a – in the corner, they have this like sheet from the ceiling to the floor. And so there's basically like a room, quote unquote, behind sure. the sheet, right? Sure. And then all of a sudden a light pops on and all you can see is the shadow of a naked man. And he starts masturbating. And then he bends over and he picks up a penis pump. What? And Yeah. And the penis pump is like um, uh, see-through. So like you uh, you can tell that it's there because like it oh, has I like know. a different you, shade kind like of. Like a silhouette. But, yes. Yeah. And so then you see his penis go in it, and you can still see, like, the outline of his penis. And then he proceeds to do the penis pump for, like, 45 minutes. And we sat and watched the entire time, and it got very large. Wow. And then um, the scene from Titanic Did you lean over and say, like, (laughs) did you lean over and say, like, that's me flaccid? Did you do anything like that? No. Anyway. So, I'm sorry, I interrupted your, your story. You interrupted well, my patangent, so. Yeah. Go, go, go. Nothing. Good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been, I mean, I'm not broke, but I'm paying cash for everything. So, like, it's been really weird. I've been spending less money because 
oh, I'm down to the last 40 in my wallet and I'm out, but what if I want to, you know, stop at the grocery store on the way home? I should have the 40, so I'll skip the $5 cup of coffee or whatever. Like, I just feel like I'm being extra thrifty because I'm only paying cash. Yeah. It's kind of a weird way of saving because I know some people that say if they have cash, they tend to spend more. You but... know what? I did this experiment a few years ago, about four or five years ago, where um, – I, I gave myself a budget of like, let's say, like, I can't remember now, like $200 for the week. Mm-hmm. And I would only use the money from that cash. I took cash out. I took that amount of cash out. Right. I actually landed up saving money because you, when you've real, when you can see the money mm-hmm. and how much you have left, right. You really do watch your spending more because it's like, it's so easy to go, like, here's my card, $4 here and $3 here and $5 here. Right. So it actually when does it- help save money. When I was in Phoenix, I did that same thing, except for um, what I did was I had a bank account that had my direct deposit, and then I had a checking account, which was my play play money. So I would transfer just the money that was to be used for specific line items on my personal budget. Does that make sense? Yes. So my debit card was only connected to the money that could be used that week. But it actually turned out to be a pain in the ass in, like, transferring and bank fees. Like, if you don't have a direct deposit into a bank account, it's usually uh, something that uh, costs money, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that became a pain in the ass. But I feel like we're turning into, like, a CNBC show. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> we're like Susie Orman. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, like, we're, like, we're like irresponsible Susie Ormans. Like... <laughs> Someone's stealing your money, yeah. and like I'm not paying my payroll taxes. <laughs> We're the remember, opposite of Susie Orman. Remember in Highlights Magazine, they had Goofus and Gallant? No. Oh. It was a little dumb cartoon in Highlights Magazine where there were these brothers, mm-hmm. and Goofus would do the wrong thing, and Gallant would do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And you, Susie Orman's Gallant were like the Goofus part. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, that reminds me of one time when I was, you know, when I was doing a lot of stand-up. And at the time, I was, you know, teaching SAT classes as well. But I actually didn't come out until close, like, fairly recently. I didn't come out to the kids. Not because I was afraid. I just didn't think it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do you, like, squeeze that in? And by the way, kids, I'm gay. You well, know? it's weird because um, does the female um, straight girl have to hide that she has a, a fiancé or a husband or something? Do you know what I mean? Like... But it, it is kind of weird because when a gay guy says, like, hey, I'm gay, like, it's like you're having a conversation about sex. Like, it's yes, about exactly. sex, and that's not what you're talking to the kids about. I get it. Yeah, so I, it, it wasn't anything that just came up, actually. It's just I just didn't I just didn't come up, right? But I was conscious as well that, you know, the kids didn't know I was gay. So one day I was doing stand-up comedy, and I'm about – I'm, like, literally like, Joe Batanz, and I go up on stage – and I see that like five or six of my students have decided to surprise me and show up. And you like your and your opening joke is I am gay a gay Mexican or something, right? Wasn't like for a while that was like one of your opening jokes. Yeah, it was such a, it was a corny opening joke. My whole, I hate what's so funny is I hated the joke. The joke was I'm gay and I'm Mexican. That means I can decorate your house and clean it for you too. But I'm bump, you know. Ugh, yeah. I hated it because it was so like '60s cocktail comedian type joke. It's right? funny though. I mean, it's like quick, and it also gets 
the exactly. out of the way really quickly. And you can start talking about it right away. Yeah, that's why I kept using it because it was such an easy way into it. Yeah. But I hated the joke. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's the opening. That was the opening joke. And then a ton of jokes about me being gay, right? Yeah. So then all of a sudden, it's like I have like, you know, <laughs> five or ten. So I don't remember how much time I had, like seven minutes. And I'm just like. Yeah. I have two yeah. minutes of material that's not about gay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. um, And then they afterwards, I could tell they were like, uh, Joe wasn't very good. Oh, you right? didn't do any of your gay material? No, I did no Joe. gay material. Joe. I, did, I was just like. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> like, putting my fingers under my collar, you know, and, like, <laughs> like trying to breathe and, like, sweating. Ugh, it was horrible, because I didn't want to come out. What's with this uh, airline food? Yeah, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. Why don't they make the airplanes out of the same material they make that black box out of? <laughs> stupid, dumb joke like that. It's worse than the gay Mexican joke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so the kids saw, saw me watched me eat shit oh mm. it was so embarrassing you would have been better off doing the gay stuff well then after i came out i the first thing i did was call all of them <laughs> to explain <laughs> what happened and like sent them youtube video links so that they could see you do your good material yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm i'm serious i'm not that bad yeah guys guys seriously look like i, I fuck guys ha 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 you know like I start doing like, then I start going like over the top with the gay jokes with them. Yeah, so I'm fucking this guy, right? You know? And they're like, okay, Joe, and, we get it. And decorating his house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um